Work. Oh, look oh, at one, this. One, two, three, four. My voice is Sarah the most important. Sarah goes to France <laughs> one time and becomes the rudest person on earth. Oh, that, that tracks. Oh, Sorry, oh, were you saying, saying something? something. <laughs> <laughs> it is me, Sarah Todd, and I, I run the world. If you do not know, you are just silly, baby. I kept telling Colin every, every once in a while while we were in France, Colin would go, oh, and I'm like, stop, that's racist. Classic Colin. Classic Colin. Yeah, it's a good intro. All right, yeah, that's good it. enough. It's for the intro. off season. No one gives a <laughs> And welcome to Unsalvageable, a Utah jazz podcast with me, Sarah Todd, jazz beat reporter for the Deseret News. And as always, my co-host, Greg Foster. I still got to meet your dog. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently going to Amsterdam and Paris, you know, the catacombs are more important than my puppy. That's not true. Don't tell your dog that. (laughs) Well, the good thing is he'll be around next week when we do our little get together. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I have that on my calendar. I'm rather looking... It's going to be great. I'm rather looking forward to it. Greg's going to smoke us some meat. Yeah. I got my Traeger back, so... I love... I I like that people just know about our plans now. Yeah. You're not invited. (laughs) Greg's going to smoke a brisket, and I'm going to play with his dog. It's going to be great. It's... it's, that's, That's a fabulous day. I know. Better than the catacombs, one would say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Um, you can drink French wine anywhere. You can go to the (laughs) liquor store and get some of that. Get some Beaujolais or some other. (laughs) Speaking of France, Uh uh, oh (laughs) my god! (laughs) It makes me feel bad. (laughs) Oh god. Okay. Um, There is a fun French story. La Croix. Yes, involving La Joy. Uh Involving uh, a boy that we all know, sweet, sweet, former jazz man baby angel, Rudy Gobert. That's, Although, that's, that's one way to describe he, him, sure. He's, he's less of a sweet baby angel yeah. these days. Um, so I don't, I don't know if you've heard about this, but I just thought it would be fun to talk about. Um, uh, yeah, let's go ahead. I don't know what France, you're talking about, though. So. Right. Fr- so France, the context here is that France was highly expected to do like great things in the world cup like they've got rudy gobert and evan fournier and nicholas batum and they're the reigning silver medalist from the tokyo olympics they're the host country for the upcoming 2024 olympics like they were they expect they were expected to be huge in the world cup and they got knocked out in the group stage they didn't even make it to the second round yeah first round just absolutely embarrassed just diarrhea all over themselves yeah, and Rudy Gobert was bad. Yeah. And so Tony Parker, he got a legend on by Dylan Brooks. Yes, he did. Uh Tony Parker, who is an absolute legend when it comes to French basketball, mm-hmm. <laughs> he went on a radio show and these are quotes that are uh translated to English. Mm-hmm. But uh 
the basically like in the first big quote i won't read the first big one it's like he called the whole thing a fiasco he said that they it is it was a shame. fiasco it is a yeah. Yeah, this is actual audio uh he said that it was a huge disappointment. A huge that, disappointment. That hi- his like. generation worked hard to get the French basketball These team respect. Spoiled, entitled Gen Zers <laughs> have no idea what work mean. They just yeah. want to sit in sun and drink wine and smoke cigarettes. Right. The second quote, though, is more interesting. So I'll read this one. Mm-hmm. Um, quote. They're going to have big choices to make. If you bring back players, big players like Joel Embiid or Victor Wembanyama, it has to be complementary with the rest of the team because it could mean the departure of certain cornerstones, which could make headlines. But we have to improve the team. We need changes. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be easy. We oui, we. Oui. So that he's talking about Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy looked awful. And, like, if you're saying, like, oh, we need guys like Joel Embiid and Victor Wimbanyama, but we need the rest of the team to complement it, you don't add another center to no, that. No, no. Oh, and let's just be honest. Like, if you were putting your GM hat on for a second and you had the option between Rudy Gobert and Joel Embiid, who are you taking? Because I know who yeah, I'm or taking. If you, or if you had – and the, this isn't even, like, the NBA. It's, like, the the future of the French national team. Yeah. Yes, you want Victor Wimbanyama. Absolutely. <laughs> you want the unicorn who's – like what? Twenty years old, right? Yeah. And who will have has like a twenty year career ahead of him? Exactly. Where, so, uh, you know, I was talking to our friend Riley. You know, your sweet mm-hmm. baby boy about this the other day. Oh, we love. Riley. Um, there is a track record when it comes to rim running big men who protect the paint after they turn thirty, and yeah. it's not a good one. No, it's not. Lest we forget one Roy Hibbert, who a couple years after winning Defensive Player of the Year and getting helping the Pacers get to an Eastern Conference Finals, was out of the league. Out of the league completely. Yeah, and you look at Matumbo and Shaq and all of these other guys, they hit a certain age and they just kind of fall off a cliff. And I mentioned it before. And I'll mention it again. That play where Rudy Gobert got dunked on by Dylan Brooks, dude, like had alarms ringing in my head because a couple of years ago, prime Rudy Gobert, he sends that ball back to the 18th row. Yeah, and what makes me mad about, I guess not mad, but like I don't know, I'm I'm in my basketball feelings about it. Sure. About the whole Rudy Gobert situation is, like, afterward, Rudy talked to media, and he's been kind of praised over the last few days for, like, taking accountability. But it wasn't, Good. like, defensive accountability that he was taking. He he was like, it's a lot harder to score in FIBA. Like, the rules are different. And it's like, no one cares if you score seven points, Rudy. Right, that's like, not... If you're, you're not, not the defense... He's never been a scorer! It doesn't matter! No. If you're not the defensive anchor of a team... Then what are you? And if Dylan Brooks is you're yamming Clint, all over your face, you're Clint Capella. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just and so then when Tony Parker says these things, like you know what, maybe we need to get rid of some of the cornerstones of this team. Like the idea that Rudy Gobert could be like his time with the French national team could have run its course at this point is a crazy thing to think about. But at the same time, it's like. You know what? Tony Parker might be right. He, I don't think he's wrong at all. 
especially when it's compounded by what was a pretty lackluster season by Rudy Gobert in his first year in Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. He does not look like the same player he was in a Jazz uniform. And it makes sense. He's now on the wrong side of 30. He's logged a lot of miles and a lot of minutes. And guys, especially guys of the mold of a Rudy Gobert, a rim-running rim protecting center do not get better with age now i am willing to say that i think rudy gobert's best days are behind him and we are going to be looking at this utah jazz minnesota trade as one of the all-time fleecings in the history of the league i absolutely agree i the, like, does rudy it's Go- aging like a fine french yeah. wine <laughs> amen sister like here's a question that's worth asking. Does Rudy Gobert make it to the end of his contract? Mm. Cause what does he have? Three more years, four more years on that contract? You know, I mean, the hard part is that he makes so much mm-hmm. that it's not really movable unless, I mean, unless there's a team that's willing to make that deal, right? Like there's, there's rumors that Dallas could be in the market for making a deal like that, but I don't know what that would take. I don't know if there's any legitimacy to that, like because I'm not yeah. on that side of things. Let's let's look at Rudy's contract. I do I do want to say, and I said this. I went on a uh, Mad Boosties last week with uh, Jack O'Brien, and, and sh- you know, shout out to our boy Jabari Davis for having me on. Incredibly gracious. I had a wonderful time. We previewed the Northwest Division, which Sarah and I will be doing in the. Upcoming weeks, that in the industry is known as a tease, so stay tuned. <laughs> um, but I think that Minnesota right now is kind of between a rock and a hard place. They're good enough to be a mid-level playoff team. Right. Especially if Ant continues on the trajectory that he's on. And he's on a Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant type Type trajectory. I'm not saying yep. that's who he's going to be, but what we've seen thus far in the first two years, he's on that path. Ant right. is the guy. What doesn't work is Cat and Gobert, and I don't yeah. know. I mean, and that's that's they're owed like a hundred million dollars collectively. I don't know. Yeah. So you have Gobert's to contract is yeah, through uh, through the twenty five twenty six season. That last year twenty five twenty six is a player option, um, and it's. 41 million this year, 43 million next year, 46 million the last year. And he'll be what? 30 34, 35 on that last. Right. Uh he's oh. he's 31 right now. So and he his birthday's during the summer. So he'll be 32 next year. Yeah. That so is be, that is rough. Yeah. 46 million dollars for a 34 year old Gobert is really rough and you got to. I think the wolves got to do something. You either got to find a way to move cat or move Gobert, And I think cats probably the better option and that he nets you more. Um, and he's, he's younger and I don't yeah, I think know he's better to move. I don't know how you move that Gobert contract. Yeah. And Oof. the thing is, is like, it was obvious that cat and Gobert was not a good, I, like I thought that they were going to trade cat when they made the Gobert deal. Yeah. And so uh, it's weird that they've been trying to keep a hold of that. I don't know. The whole thing's weird. The whole thing is weird. Very strange. Julius Randle, you are a Minnesota Timberwolf. 
You absolutely are. <laughs> poor Mike. Poor Mike Conley. Poor poor Mike. He he really truly deserved another shot, like another run at a title, you know? Can we and get can that, we get Mike as the backup point guard on the Nuggets? Oh man, that'd be so good. Yeah. I mean that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Free Mike. Free Mike Conley, for real. Uh, uh, other World Cup stuff. U.S. is still in it. They, in the group stage, they were smacked around a little bit by Lithuania. Yeah, and that was uh, that was a rough game. Did you watch that? I watched parts of it. Lithuania is good. I watched a recap, if I'm being honest. But they, yeah, they were smacked around a little bit, which honestly ends up turning out like a bit of a silver lining because it put them on the opposite side of the bracket from Canada. Yeah. So like they're still making the semifinals. Semifinals we're record we're we are recording this on Thursday. And they semifinals made are gonna be Right. Semifinals are gonna be played on Friday morning like two forty five AM mountain time and six thirty mountain time. So no one's watching that. Um I'd get up for the six thirty one, but two forty five, no. Yeah. Two forty five is TiVo. That's Canada Serbia semifinal, and then the six thirty one is more reasonable, and that's Team USA versus Germany, which is semifinal. So we'll see if Dennis Schroeder still has it. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I think that it's interesting because in that game against Lithuania, like right before it, uh, Anthony Edwards. Speaking of, uh, he was like, "Yeah, this is no problem. Like this is easy." basically kind of blowing off the competition and then Lithuania smacked him and he was like, uh, never mind. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe this is a good thing. Like sometimes I think it is. Sometimes a team needs to get smacked around and kind of come back to earth to like refocus. You know, it's like in Rocky three when he's on top of the world and then gets uh dropped by Clubber Lang and comes back and and I've definitely seen Rocky movies. God damn it. <laughs> I can't make any movie references with you. Oh, somebody was making a movie reference recently. Oh, Corky Romano. And I was like, oh, I've seen that oh, movie. God. Like, that, I've seen. <laughs> that movie's actually kind of funny. It's kind of a spoofy little mob movie, sure. I love that you've was... seen Corky Romano, but you haven't <laughs> seen the Rocky series. And you yeah. lived in Philadelphia. Yes, yes. <laughs> So mad at you right uh, now. But yeah, you are correct though that like maybe Team USA needed to get smacked around a little bit because then they came back after that Lithuania game, and in the quarterfinal they just absolutely wrecked Italy. It was like one hundred to six oh sixty three or something yeah. like that was the final score. R.I.P. Simone Fontecchio. It felt like World War Two all over again. Uh, Simone Fontecchio. The highlights of him for the Italian national team are so nice. Yeah, that move he put on Austin Reeves in that game was great, bellissimo. It was wow. bellissimo. <laughs> but like a fa- fine Sangiovese. Thing is, is he looked like this during Tokyo. He's looked like this mm-hmm. in all international play. And he just, I don't know what happens to him when he's on the court here. Maybe, like, I don't know. I still, I think that Simone just might not be for the NBA. To, to me, there is there is an NBA player somewhere inside of Simone Fontecchio. There is. <laughs> they, like, he's got, he's got the tools. 
He's he got does. the body. He's when got, he's playing for the Italian national team, he's got so much swagger and yeah, confidence. I, and that's what I wonder if it is. Is this a you guy? Get nervous and scared. I I wonder if it is almost like a mental thing where it's like he's out of his element. He's uncomfortable. Where. Playing for Italy is homeostasis for him. This is right. like this is where he's the most comfortable and like, you know, doesn't have doesn't you know, when you're a spot minute player, there's a lot of pressure on there because like you're on such such a thin margin where you screw up, there's somebody right yeah. behind you. Where you don't have time to get into a, a groove or anything, you just gotta go out cold. Right. Whereas Simone on the Italian national team is the guy. And even if, even if he's struggling, well, Simone, shoot through it. You're our guy. Find your groove. So. Yeah. Poor Simone. <laughs> he's a sweet guy, he's, too. He's a lovely guy. Beautiful wife. Beautiful kid. Yeah. They like to feed the ducks at Liberty Park. Who doesn't? Whomst among us. Whomst among us. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know. How a lot of people fe- felt about Dante Exum, like Exum Island and everything. That's how yeah. I feel about Simone Fontecchio. I just want good things for I, him. That's all I want. And <laughs> but this is uh, this is show me time for Simone with the Utah. And I know camp camp in preseason is going to be really important for Simone. That's a great segue. That is a great let's segue. Talk, let's Speaking talk camp. Of, let's talk Hawaii. Hawaii. So, I've known for a while, but the news is out now that the Jazz are playing a preseason game against the Clippers in Hawaii. They're going to, um, the proceeds from that game are going to go to benefit Maui and everybody that's been affected by the fires. Uh, and that's great. That also means that since they're playing their first preseason game there, they're going to be having training camp there and they're going to be at BYU Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> and,. Oh, God, I guess I'll go to Hawaii and cover it for I guess. you guys. I mean, it's tough. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a tough life that you live. And I mean, it actually is going to be kind of tough because like I can't afford the hotel that's up by BYU. So I got to have I'm going to have like a two hour commute Oof. from the other side of the island Jeez. every day. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. OK. That <laughs> that's is, OK. That is rough. That's fine, because when I'm not covering them, I'm going to be in Hawaii. So the, the dinners will be lovely. The dinners. I hope you get some beach time, too. And Hopefully, yeah. Uh, Great. But listen, the players are going to have time to go to the beach, so, so I'm going to make some time to go to the beach, yeah, too. Take me with you. It's going to be really... I'll fit in I mean, your suitcase. Camp, it's I'll so, breathe through it's a gonna straw. Be so, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can get in my suitcase. I got a big old suitcase. Let's make it work. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Um, camp I'm so excited about, and it's going to be so weird because we're so close. There are, there are a lot of sure things on this roster. Like we don't have to worry, like whether or not Taylor Hendricks turns out to be anything this season doesn't matter. He's going to be on the roster. So like, there's a bunch of sure things. Like no one cares. Like if John Collins does well in camp, no one Mm -hmm. cares how Lowry, Lowry looks in camp. Like, Whatever, sure thing, sure thing. Speaking of Simone which, Fon- yeah, just real quick, Lowry looks—he looked great in FIBA. He's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, 
the Listen, FIBA, the rest of the Finnish national team sucks. No, garbage. It was like watching <laughs> the same thing with Jordan Clarkson in the Philippines. I know. They, they I, I love watching bad. them. Uh, Jordan, watching Jordan Cook was great. Watching Lowry, I have almost zero trepidations about a repeat performance for Lowry in this upcoming season. I think I think he's got it. He looked he looks so good. He's so yeah. versatile. He's so multi dimensional. Continues to add layers to his game. I'm I'm so excited to watch Lowry this season. I think last year was the year where he kind of learned, like, oh, I'm actually the guy here. Yeah. And that was interesting because he kind of had to become a little bit more of a leader, and he struggled with that a little bit. And it was fun to watch that whole experiment and, like, experience for him. I think what I'm what I'm thinking about now is, like, God, I hope it doesn't go to his head because he's going to be the guy. Like, yeah. he's so, so he good. Doesn't, he doesn't strike he doesn't me seem as like that the kind of guy, though. I mean, we'll see. Jury's still out, but... If I was a betting man, I think that he'll be able to carry himself with uh, some humility and poise. Listen, Draymond didn't seem like that kind of guy when he came out of Michigan. Michigan State. Michigan State. He was. Let's definitely... not confuse Spartans and Wolverines here. That's a cardinal sin. Have I confused that for the longest time? What the hell is wrong with you? Oh God! Ugh. I've been on vacation for too long. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, you've got you've got vacation brain. I've got Paris on the brain. Paris, Paris. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, one of the things that I was saying about camp though is that of all these sure things on this roster, it, within those sure things, we don't know how things are going to really work with the roster. There's going to be a lot of tweaking, yep. a lot of experimenting, etc. But at the end of the roster, like Simone. Luca, uh, Shamanich for those who might yurt seven wrong. Yurt seven. We don't know what's going to happen with like Keontae and Chris Dunn and Colin Sexton. Like, is there going to be a trade or something? Like, there are some things on the ends of this roster that, like, training camp in Hawaii is not going to be a vacation for these guys. Like, it is do or die. Kelly Olynyk too. Where does he fit in this situation? Is he the backup center? Is he part of the starting lineup? Does he come off the bench? Is he the first big off the bench because he could replace either John Collins or Lowry? Right. You know, or Walker in a pinch? Like, he's, you know, it's, there are so many storylines going into this camp, and I am enthralled, fascinated. Yeah. Excite, exuberant. I'm excited to see where it goes. Oh, I've talked about this before on the pod, but like, I don't think that the Jazz front office is going to be trying to intervene as much this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the Jazz are going to try to win games, and that the front office is going to let the team try to win games. Yeah. And so I'm excited to see Will Hardy be able to kind of stretch his coaching chops I'm so, a little bit. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, like. Uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see the way that he wants to operate and yeah yeah uh-huh. gonna be weird. This is gonna be a weird season, especially the first couple months. I'm so Training excited for it though. God, I'm so excited. I cannot. I, I wait still for think it to this start. team. It's wild to me that Vegas has this team being worse than last season. There's no way. There's no right? way. Yeah, I said this. I said this on 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 Mad Boosties like. They're slated to win 35 games this season, and they won 37 last year, and only won 37s because they were resting, guys. Yeah, like 
the front office had Will Hardy's arm behind his back, making him coach with one hand. They were like, oh, Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson, you guys have a little tiny injury. Sit the f*** yeah. down. Larry like, Markin has a hangnail out for, out for two weeks. Yeah, like, if those guys are all playing, yeah, it's... There's no way, I think. There's, there's, no, there's no way they're not at least 500 last year. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think they're, abs- they're obviously a play-in team last year uh, without any sort of intervention. And I yeah. think this year, like, that's kind of the expectation, honestly, for this roster should be play-in or better. Mm-hmm. So. I, yeah, I was- think that, like, ceiling Things, everything goes incredibly well. You know, Keontae finds himself on the on like as part of the rotation. Guys are all clicking. Lowry's an all star again. Walker Kessler's in the DPOY conversation. You know, uh, Colin Sexton's sixth man of the year candidate kind of thing. Right. Um, I think Best their ceiling scenario. is six seed. Yeah, I mean, I could be like I could be convinced of a of a five seed. I could for, be convinced 40, of that. Forty three and thirty nine, forty four and thirty eight, kind of thing. Um, but absolutely like, solidified in the playoffs. No play in. I think the floor of this team. I still think they're they're close to five hundred. Yeah, I, like, and that's if things go wrong. They just have so much talent. And in a star-driven league, they have a bona fide star. Yeah. I just think that there are enough teams that are worse than them for them yeah, to at exactly. least rack up that number of wins. Yeah, I, and I – you know what? And I think this is a team that understands this process that they are under, uh, understand that guys are still developing and they're young, you know, and – like they understand the work is not finished and you know i think one of the things that i gleaned so much about this team last year under will hardy is they played so hard and they yeah. there wasn't quit in that team i know it's a sports cliche but it was the truth about this team like they fought tooth and nail like dogs and even if they there were holes all over that roster but you knew when you played the Utah Jazz last year that it wasn't going to be an easy game. Yeah, and I, I think that, that has I think a that lot carry, to do with Will. I think that carries Will. over. Yes, I yeah, think. Yeah, and I think it has a lot to do with Will because I can't remember what game it was, but there was a game where they were they had lost a couple in a row and they were they were really, really close at the end of the game. And uh, Colin Sexton was really tired. He'd played him like already like 36 to 40 yeah. minutes or whatever. And he went to go sit down and Will was like, what's wrong? You tired? And he was yep. like, I just need a minute. And he's like, you don't have a minute to right. get back out there. Like I remember he, this. I, I forgot the game, but I remember this. Yeah. He wouldn't let them catch their breath. Cause he's like, we don't have time. You got to go out there now. Like it was, it, I think that he puts a certain amount of pressure on them, but also it makes them feel like he believes in them. And, right. and so that's the, that's the thing that you see where it's like they're playing till the final minute and they're really playing through it because mm-hmm. he, he wants them to and he believes they can. Yeah. Uh, I have all the faith in the world in Will Hardy. I think that he is not only an X and O's brilliant coach, I think he's a master motivator. And yeah. he seems like the type of like he's definitely a taskmaster or taskmaster. 
Yeah. Uh, and he has high expectations and he'll play the drill sergeant role if he needs to. But he's also like the first one to like throw his arm around a player or, you know, pat him on the butt and say good job and build yeah. up his guys. Like he's not, you know, like the Bobby Knight browbeater type. No, because he also has like a, a jovial side to him. Yeah. And that's likable and lovable. And yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not willing to say that this team is a contender. No. I am high on them though. I do I think am. I I do think they're going to be an intriguing, fun, exciting team. Growing pains will still be there in this Absolutely. season. Uh but just like last year, understand that's a part of it and enjoy enjoy the processes because I do think that this team is building a contender and when they're in that contention, you're going to want to reflect on where where they've been. It is yeah. it is a journey. And I think that it's completely okay to like have expectations that increase every year. You yeah. know, like the the expectations last year were like, oh, we're in a rebuild, we don't know how long it's gonna take. Well, like last year we kind of set that baseline with, oh, well, we know the rebuild is gonna take less time. This is the next year. We mm-hmm. should expect more wins. We should expect more production. We yeah. should expect better from the team. I you know, like I'll i I'll I'll come out and say it. If if the Jazz missed the play in this year. I'll be disappointed. That's a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, that's a failure. Yeah, if they're not one of the eight best teams in the Western Conference, I'll be pretty disappointed. Yeah. Other than that, I, anything other than that is a win. Uh, absolutely agree. Sweet. I want to, real quick, before we before we wrap it up, I want to go back to the World Cup for just a second. Are you taking Team USA or Team Canada? <sighs> That's it's rough, right? It's rough. I, <laughs> I think I'm taking Canada, dude. Shay, I will looks say insane. that I think I think that I think the best player between those two teams is Shay Gilgis Alexander. Absolutely, Shay is a bona fide star in this league at this oh point. My God. On yeah. the on the precipice of superstardom. That's how good this kid is. Yeah. I mean, he was first team all NBA this last season. He's only going to get better. If I, if there is one team I'm higher on than just about anybody in the NBA, it's the Oklahoma city thunder. I don't think again, I don't think that they're a contender quite yet, but them Chet looks awesome. I cannot wait to watch them. They are a thousand percent. My league pass team. They're going to be yeah. so fun and so exciting, and Shay is—he's on the precipice, if not already like a top ten guy in the league. He's that good. Um, he was top five in MVP voting last yeah, year. Yeah, he's—he's awesome, and I don't know, man. My heart says Team USA. It's like the one time, <laughs> right. one time ever, I'm like a nationalist <laughs> no. that I actually I know. give it. <laughs> Uh, and I would love you nothing more You can be a North to, American today. Yeah, but I just want – I want to stick it to Canada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and your health care. We love we, – we're so, really jealous. <laughs> heart, heart says Team USA. I think overall the entire roster, the collection of talent is better on Team USA. But, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't mean much – with with how FIBA works and I know, you know the, like I think anything right. can happen th- in a single game. My mind says Canada. Yeah, the, I think you're right. The better talent 
collection is on Team USA. And I, the margin of victory that Team USA has is always makes them look like far and ahead the better team. Yeah. I think that Canada's defense is going to be better than anything else that they've come up against. Though. Agreed. Yeah. And so, oh man, I will it's say, really hard. Yeah. I will say both teams playing at their peak. USA. God, Team USA if, wins, but by like four or five points. It's a, it's if, a close game down to the wire. If Germany or Serbia pull out in the semifinal, I'm going to be so pissed because I want to see USA and Canada I do. in the I final. I do, too. And it, you know what? That's certainly not out of the realm, realm of possibility. No, 100%. Like, it's Germany and Serbia are right very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Let's, I'm excited to talk about this next week. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then right, we will. Uh, we, what are we going to preview next week? Are we going to do Eastern Conference or Western Conference? I'll let you. We'll do Eastern Conference cool. next week. All right. So um, FIBA and, and Eastern Conference next week, folks. And for this, the schedule. I mean, Friday's games might already uh, might already come out before you hear this, but whatever. Friday's games, the semifinal, two forty-five a.m. Mountain Time, six thirty Mountain Time. Those are the times, and then it's Sunday. <sighs> I'm pretty sure it's another 6:30. Actually, I have it pulled up right Is here. Is it? Oh man, I won't be able to. I won't be able to watch that then. I'm going to be out in the desert. Okay, it's going to be. Oh, that's live research on the podcast. This is when I type in the stuff. We're so good at this. We're really. Good I'm at glad this. that we've just completely stopped using an outline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, the final is it on Sunday, September 10th at 6:40 a.m. All right. I got to see if where I'm my like glamping campground has cable so I can watch this thing <laughs> first thing Sunday morning. Yeah. Me and the dog uh, are just going to be cuddled up somewhere watching this. I might have to just watch oh it on God. my phone. That'd be funny. Yeah. I'm probably going to be watching it on my phone too, yeah, sh- but shouts to YouTube TV. Take it Shots wherever, out. wherever I am. That's where it goes. Um. Hey, everyone listening, we are looking for ads, and we're looking to partner with local mm-hmm. businesses who are looking to kind of spread the word about their business and get it out there. And we have really reasonable deals. We've uh, had really great partnerships with those that have partnered with us before, and we we wanna we wanna hook up is what we're trying to say. Yeah. We uh, our DMs are open and we are DTF. And <laughs> is that how I is that how I get business? Is that the way to do it? Down to to uh, have a conversation. Full. Sorry, I gotta be an advertising word. You're that starts an with idiot. F. <laughs> All right. Um, that's gonna do it for us here at Unsalvageable. <laughs> You guys know what to do. Rate, review, subscribe, download, do all of the things. Give us those five-star reviews. We love them so much. You can follow Greg at Dad Chum Dad. You can follow me at NBA Sarah. You can follow our producer, Matt. And he loves all of the advertising puns that I was just doing and that I said DTF when I was trying to get us business. He loves it so much. And uh, we don't allow him to talk, so he can't actually say it himself. And... <laughs> We will talk to you next time.